York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show here, give you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And it's time to talk about this tough loss on a back-to-back. The Knicks end up losing to the Cleveland Cavaliers 95-93. The Knicks were down at one point 15 in the fourth quarter until they made a storming comeback, finally tying the game with Julius Randle at 91 in the fourth quarter. And it was a tough, it was a tough match, guys, a tough match. The Knicks forced a bunch of turnovers. 19 turnovers forced by these Knicks uh, and scored 26 points off of the turnovers. RJ Barrick had heroic layups, clutch free throws, grind played next level defense. The Knicks held this team to under 100 points but still could not pull out the victory tonight uh, against these Cavaliers. So some clutch shots from Darian Garland, who only hit one three on the night, but it was the most important three of the night. And it proved to be our doom. And the Knicks, once again, the last minute failed to complete the last minute heave and fall to these Cleveland Cavaliers. And we're going to talk about it today. Before we break down this game and the specifics, you already know what it is. And who's my guy, man? It is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Yes, sir. Ryan G's in the building. And Jay, like you said, the Knicks held the Cavaliers to under 100 points. But the story here is that Knicks held themselves also under 100 points because they could not hit their damn free throws. Could not hit their free throws. <laughs> and you know, you know how it is, man. When we lose. I give the I give I pass to Ryan G and Ryan G gives you those stats and these facts, man. So Ryan G, let me know what what happened in this game. Let me know what happened with these stats and these facts, man. <laughs> All right, so the stats, of course, y'all know the Knicks lost 95-93 to the Cavaliers in Cleveland. Mm. The Knicks were led by Bodman Barrett, RJ Barrett, twenty four points, five rebounds, four assists. Julius Randle had eighteen points, seven rebounds, four assists, but he also had. A team worse, negative 22 plus minus. Bruh. Um, Quinton Grimes, great game today from the rookie. He had 12 points. Yeah. And, yeah, Obi Toppin again. Great game by Obi Toppin as well. 13 points, mm-hmm. six rebounds. And then now for the game stats, we're going to um read the game stats right quick. So the Knicks were out-rebounded 54-59. It was clear that the Knicks did miss Mitchell Robinson today in the middle. Absolutely. In the paint. Yeah, and um, the Cavaliers had 29 assists. <laughs> oh, boy. So they Woo! were definitely passing that rock around. The Knicks forced the Cavaliers into 19 turnovers, but as you can tell, didn't make a difference. They, Knicks still lost the game. Cavaliers shot 43%. Knicks shot 41%. The Knicks shot 31% from three. Cavs shot 36%. Mm-hmm. Both teams shot terrible from the line, but at the end of the day, the Knicks needed those free throws to win the game. The Knicks needed those free throws to win the game. He said... The RJ stats didn't update. The RJ stats didn't update. See, right. It, it says 24 points. Okay. Oh, okay. I see what he's saying. Yeah. The new stats I got points. didn't update. The new stats I got didn't update. That's what he's saying. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, all right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Fritz. Thank you, Fritz. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. A tough one. A tough, really tough loss today. But uh, 
Yeah, we gotta we're gonna talk about it. We definitely gonna talk about it. But first and foremost, man, um the first quarter of this game, it was kinda tight, man. It was kinda tight. I feel like, you know, we we didn't make that many mistakes. And the refs really wasn't giving us the fouls that we needed to stay in the game. And we ended up losing that first quarter because we because we, I feel like because we didn't get calls. But the thing is, even if we did get calls, where do we hit our foul shots? Because RJ Barrett <laughs> was the one going to the who 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 I felt like could have got three gone to the line three or four times alone in that first quarter. And he didn't get any calls. But at the same time, he was the one who was the most egregious and missing the foul shots um today but overall it seemed like the knicks were up for the task um defensively offensively in that first quarter i mean they made a few slip-ups um and you know i didn't get back on defense i'm sorry and sorry if i'm talking with guys my tongue is kind of messed up right now they, they made they made a, a few slip-ups on defense um they didn't go, go back in transition but i felt like you know as a game wore on Tom Bibbo made some some adjustments and it really proved well for the Knicks the adjustments that he made. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Um, like you said, first first half I thought the Knicks did pretty well overall, offensively, defensively. First unit kind of kind of lost the plot towards the end of the first quarter, but of course the second unit brought them right back into the game and was able to take the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue I have is of course the third quarter. You know, the third quarter of them always pops up for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like the defense that the Knicks played in the third quarter. I felt like the Knicks lost their intensity a bit. And Kevin Love killed them in that quarter. Yeah. Kevin Love was on fire, and he was knocking down his threes. But there was one play where I was really upset. And that was when Garland and Love had a pick and roll. And, and Kevin Love already hit three threes already. Like, yeah. Kevin Love was on fire. Yeah. Garland did they did a call Garland love pick and roll. Le- Randall left love to double Garland. I can understand and, it. And, 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 and there was no defensive rotation. And I'm like, why would you leave love? And you know love is on fire. I didn't and then love bruh. and then love hit that three and then the Knicks were down all, all of a sudden by eleven. Love, and I feel like I'm sorry, go ahead. So, go ahead. Yeah, and, and I felt like that was, you know, the start of the end for the Knicks before the second unit came back and got them in, back into the game. Yeah, absolutely. That that quarter was uh the Knicks third quarter of doom as you would say it. Uh they re- I think we got outscored. Let's see. Hold on a second. I'm sorry. I'm kind of let's see. Looking up for the stats, if I'm looking at the stats for the third quarter of doom, Knicks gets outscored 26 to 19 in the third quarter. And the crazy thing about that third quarter was we played really good defense for the first five minutes of that stretch and we weren't able to capitalize off of the defense that we played i think ryan g i was counting i think we got like five consecutive i think we got like five or six consecutive stops in that first quarter alone and we hit a couple to go up five like we hit a couple of bucks back to go go up five but evan fournier missed wide open threes threes that he was hitting at msg um, consecutively, and it, that failed to, to, to move the lead. R.J. Barrett got to the line like two times in a row and missed four straight free throws. And Julius Randle too, um, he couldn't hit his shots as well. He was going, he was taking it to the hole and wasn't able to finish on his layups. So it was like all that energy that we ex- yeah. exerted in that third quarter 
to play defense. Um, it, it couldn't even give us a give us a cushion when we had that big lapse. Um, when Kevin Love goes off, because you know we hit our free throws alone, we could have had an extra uh, ten point cushion, I believe, in that uh in that first quarter for him to chip away. And 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 of course we hit the open shots. I, I, I thought we eventually was gonna start hitting them. Um, we would probably been up. 16 or so in the third quarter but at the end of the day it's like it's not enough to get just open shots but you have to hit your open shots and the knicks just didn't hit these open shots and take advantage of the good work you were doing on the defensive end hey, I, I gotta do it man you gotta do it exactly this is one of those frustrating games because when you look at this final score and you saw the knicks down by 15 at one point you would think that the way the knicks played in that game they shouldn't be down by that much like, it was one of those games where it was like the Knicks should be – like, the score should be the Knicks – like, the Knicks should be winning this game. It was one of those games where it was like the Knicks were here are here getting beat, but the Knicks should be winning this game. The Knicks didn't play bad enough to where it was like you should be down 15 in the damn game. The Knicks played pretty well overall. Like, yeah, there was defensive lapses. You know, that's constant with this team. But overall, the Knicks played well. So it was one of those frustrating, frustrating games where it was like – you should be winning, but you're losing. <laughs> yeah, this is this was definitely a winnable game for these Knicks. Um, it was just a, a couple of bad lapses, and even even like the fourth quarter run. Um, you know, there was a couple of lapses in the fourth quarter. You know, IQ took an ill-advised shot, and you know, IQ had a he had a tale of two games for me, IQ. First half, he was a perfect point guard. He was like the consummate citizen. He was that kid in class who got all A's. He came to school early. Like, he did everything he had to do. And he, he set up Tosh for a beautiful bounce pass um, in the beginning. He, he set up everybody. I think he had like five or six assists or so in that first half. Second half comes, he's running and gunning. And he makes a, a he takes a bad three-point shot at the end of the game where he's kind of getting momentum with I'm half and half on cuz he hit he hit it, he hit it but get, he hit it the shot before but maybe not it's not the best shot at that time but you know there was a couple of decisions that happened in the fourth quarter that had me scratching my head that was one and the other one was Ryan are the timeout sets for last minute plays yeah um RJ Barrett hit a miracle 3 off of that same set last time, but I'm not, I'm gonna be honest now. Even though RJ hit that shot, when I saw it, it didn't look like a good play from the beginning. Cause usually, you know, those type of plays they they produce open shots. But the one the one RJ hit was was almost like an impossible one in a million shots. So when I hear the announcers go, they're running the same play again. They're in the same lineup. I'm like, I'm not confident about this at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what do you think, man? Am I, am I off? <laughs> well, I'll say this because I did want to comment on the quickly shot because I know people say that quickly takes those type of threes and that he can hit those type of threes. But my thing is this. I feel like in the NBA, there's only two guys in this league where they can get away with taking that shot, even if they're having a bad shooting night. And that's Steph Curry and Dame Lillard. If those guys take that kind of three with, you know, in that situation and they had a bad shooting night, you know, the coach may overlook it, teammates may overlook it or whatever the case may be because those guys, they, are, they typically take those type of threes. They have a certain status in the league and they've shown that they're, you know, basically 
superstars in this league, especially Steph Curry, that who can shoot with lights out. My right. thing was my thing with IQ is that at that point you're one of nine from the field. You don't have it. I, I probably would have gave IQ to I probably would have made IQ slide on that if he was like seven of nine from the field and he was hot and he t- decided to take that three because I know he can knock it down. But in that situation, like you're one of nine from the field, you should not be taking that kind of three. You should be looking for a better shot, especially in that situation. So even though I think IQ had a decent game as a point guard, he definitely made some good plays from the point guard position and he hit a couple passes and this and that. But I was not a fan of that three when it comes to IQ. Now for the game, now for the shot at the end of the game, <laughs> when it comes, I don't know, when it comes to John plays out of timeouts, it seems like the Knicks are always bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> I, the, Knicks, the Knicks are just bad at this. I, I don't I don't know if, if Thibs is not good at drawing up plays out of timeouts and or whatever the case may be of or, or if the assistant coaches lack in that category. I don't know, but but with the Knicks having what I think it was like what one point seven seconds left on the clock? One point seven seconds left on the clock and yeah. that's the shot you come up with to try to win the game? Yeah, like I don't know. I, I, I feel like know. we need to get back on the drawing board, call Johnny Bryant, and 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 re, re, redraw up that play because even even when we even, even though we won the game with that first that play the first time, it still seemed like a luck shot to me. It still seemed like a luck shot to me for real. And and it's funny because IQ is, is a polarizing is a polarizing topic along Knicks Nation. Is he a point guard? Is he not a point guard? Like if you look at the plus minus stats which I have up right now. He's still at. He's still today. Ryan has the highest plus minus on the team, and and that's coming off the bench, and that's playing with starters and bench. So, is he good? Yes. So I do feel like some of the, the quickly slander is a little bit exaggerated sometimes. But also, you got to recognize that he he's still learning. He he takes bad shots and he takes good shots. Today, he took a lot of bad shots in that fi- in that second half. He took some good shots. He made some nice plays in the first half, and he still needs to find that balance to get to the next level. But you know, as as of today, him and, and even Obi Toppin have the highest plus minus on the team. But we, we know we, you know we're gonna talk about right now. Let's talk about somebody else right now. Let, let's let's talk about. Let's talk about Grime Time right now. Let's talk about Grime yes, Time. Sir. Let's talk about Grime Time. The bullet going up for Grime Time. Because, and I, I want, actually, I meant to talk about Grimes yesterday and it slipped my mind. And I'm glad Grimes came out today and had that grimy game today on the defensive end. Because this kid, defensively, is so, what, what what's the word? What's the word? Uh, Elite? Elite, <laughs> relentless. He's relentless. He's relentless. Yeah, that too. Yeah. He's relentless and smart. And I said this before, and I'll say it again. I feel like he, as far as where to rotate, where to stunt, I feel like him and Frank are on the same level when it comes to defensive IQ, team defensive IQ, where he always seems to stunt at the perfect time, recover to his man on a certain time, but uh, but. He has his footwork seems to be in a place where he can stay in front of other players too. Like there was times where he 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 bothered Garland. There was time he was who who the dude he was guarding that was like six. He was taller than him and he, and I forgot his name. And he was giving him problems today to the point where homie pushed him to the ground, pushed uh, Grimes to the ground, and the refs called no foul because of the way Grimes was playing defense on him was frustrating him so much. Um, 
uh, somebody in the chat could probably tell me, but because I, I forgot his name at the, at the time, and I could probably look it up, but I don't feel like it right now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but this kid and the clutch shot, the clutch shot today had the three going. Today had the threes going. Um, he had a good amount of threes, four or six from three. But man, he he really stepped it up, and he's he's man, he's special defensively and. On offensive end, man, he he's holding his on the end too. <laughs> yeah, man, and you know, Sibs get a lot of he gets a lot of you know abuse from you know fans, but I'll give Sibs props for this because the fact that Sibs kept Grimes out there, you know, once he got into the game late in the third and going into the fourth and kept him in, in the, the whole fourth quarter, I give Sibs props for that because. Fournier was not going. He didn't have it tonight. Nope. And and Fournier was is a liability on the defensive end. So I'm glad Tips made the adjustment where he just let Grimes play throughout the um play the rest of the game. Now Grimes, yeah, it's getting grimy out there because this mm-hmm. guy. And I and I said it on Twitter. I was like, you know, we got Cam here, but if the Knicks don't make another move. Cam is not going to get any minutes. Oh, it's not happening. Not gonna, and, and the reason why Cam is not going to get any minutes is because of Grimes with the way he's playing right now because defensively, he's on it. And when his shot is falling like it was tonight, he's somebody that you can't you, you cannot bench him. Nope. You, you just cannot. Nope. And the Knicks need this from Grimes right now because, you know, the way the team is going right now, you need to find positives and you need to, you need, you need to play those guys that's going to, you know, play hard every night and contribute every night. And if Grimes keeps this up, he's going to have a solid, you know, he's going to have a solid, like, spot in this rotation. Absolutely, man. Because even when you're thinking about it, it's like, man, Cam, Cam is here. We got to play Cam. We got to play Cam. Whose minutes is he taking? It's like, we have to make a move for that to happen. We have to make a move for that to happen. And can you even comfortably say you want to sit Grimes? I, no. I I think it's debatable. I really think that's debatable because even as Cam has the length to be an elite defender in this league, but Grimes today in his rookie year is is more, um, what's the word? Uh, consistent in his rotations and consistent on his defensive and in his defensive effort than Cam was in his rookie year. You know what I'm saying? So like, as on, on the defensive end of the ball. Cam's Cam's um ceiling is still higher, but today Grimes is is still more consistent and is looking like one of the best defend the best wing defender on our team right now. Like straight up, like yeah, I don't no know who's about it. Like who's who's the best? I, like today, I'm I'm trusting Grimes. He guarded everybody today, dog. Like <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> guarded everybody today. And and yeah. And, and on a team where we have defensive efforts waning, because, man, I gave Randall a bunch of credit because he, he forced uh, Mobley into consecutive turnovers playing that one-on-one defense only to wet the bed <laughs> like a play or two later. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and even Noel, man, even Noel's defense, who I want to talk about, like, I, I you got to get – I'm going to give the well credit too because it's funny because – Noel is not the rebounder that Mitch Robinson is, but he gave you 13 rebounds tonight. He fought. He fought. And even the reason why we were able to turn the Cavs over in that third quarter was because Noel gives you the option to actually 
run have a center that can run all the way up to the three-point line and still recover back to his man swiftly and he he his help on the pick and roll defense and his ability to run up to the three-point line with that speed force force garland's uh, six turnovers help force garland's six turnovers on the night like the well man well second game back you you forget why he was here because he's been injured and and you know for a, such a long stretch of time but even though we got clobbered on the boards and mitch would definitely would have helped he did a really good job um playing with verticality on the block shots even though he didn't get any block shots he he detoured, he detoured some and you know playing a great team defensive effort against garland <laughs> yeah noel i think people forget that last season when mitch went down and the knicks went on that run Noel was our starting center. <laughs> you know, I think I think a lot. Of, I think I think people forget that. And sorry. And yeah, and besides today's game, like even yesterday's game, because I was watching yesterday's game as well. And when Noel was on the court, Noel is a type of big where his help defense is impeccable he's a great help defender there were times where we were fournier when noel and fournier was on the court at the same time and fournier was gone to his man and noel came out and helped at the right time and everything helped fournier to stay with his man and things of that nature mm-hmm. like noel is really good at those at that kind of defense and as much as we got on him for butterfingers on offense he's really good at stripping you know the ball on defense as well yeah so no so noel's definitely a big Peace when it comes to um defensive play and like you said Noel battled today he did the best he could he got 13 rebounds among those trees on the Cavaliers and he was basically in the paint by himself mm-hmm. so you know you have to big up Noel for that he definitely played a good game today absolutely played a good game today absolutely good game. like Noel two steals on the night Julius Randle three steals on the night R.J. Barrett two steals on the night the Knicks turned these guys over at a high clip man we played we played really good. this is a game we should have won man Yep. This is, we had it. We we on the road, not getting calls in the first half, just to miss free throws, to have like a, a three-minute bad defensive lapse in the third quarter to blow this game, and that's all she wrote. I mean, this, this is this is a winnable game, man. This was just a winnable game. Uh, let's, let's just get to the corner. Before we get to the callers, shout out to everybody who's rocking with the KOT show. Shout out to Be Civilized, D-Nice, Stanley Mann, JT Reddick, uh, my real fake cousin Winston Ellis. Shout out to you, Angie D's Lorino. Uh, and everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. Sure, and M, Ian Goodridge, Vibe Shop, everybody. Blockchain, everybody is rocking with the show so far. And shout out to Press the Boss as well. I'll see you, man. First caller up on the night. You already know who it is. It's my guy, Reaper. Reaper, let us know what you want to talk about, sir. Hey, what's up? Good evening, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, yeah, you know, it's unfortunate they lost this game. But, you know... You know, sort of expected, you know, that they probably would lose. But they played a lot better. The defense was a lot better than I expected. I thought it was actually going to be a little worse. So, I was happy about the game they played. However, you know, there's three people to blame for this loss. <laughs> it's like <laughs> RJ. <laughs> RJ to blame. All, mm, yep. Because all those free throws he missed. Facts. Um, yeah. Julius Randle, because, like, his rotation, you guys talked about it, but yeah. his rotation on uh, basically on Kevin Love. And you know the dude is hot. You know when, like, yeah. um, when, what do you call it, came in the game, when um, Obi Toppin came in the game. He didn't do that foolishness. And it, it wasn't, like, the nope. crazy thing about it, too, 
because it makes sense, right? If you have a small guard, Kevin Love is dang near seven feet. Why would you try to switch with a point guard? It just doesn't make any sense. Makes no and it's sense. not like Kevin Love is going to like really beat you off the dribble like that, where like you need to be afraid, you know? So it didn't make any sense. And you know what was crazy? After they called the timeout, and uh, they kind of went over that or whatever. And I'm sure the coach was like, don't leave Kevin Love, right? Right. <laughs> they, had, they had one play where he was like on the same side. He was on the same side with RJ. And so at that point, he didn't switch. But then they ran another pick and roll. And then he switched. It's like, why? It's like so what are you doing? Are you switching or are you not switching? And then it was like, and I think it was like, uh, I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was Kevin Love or someone was able to get to the basket and, you know, get a uh, free, basically, uh, we followed them or whatever. And so that was, you know, I felt like that was uh, one of the issues with him. Of course, I've been talking about efficiency with this team. Julius Randle, after like playing like 46, 47 games, he's only shot like over 45%, like I think 12 times. Yeah. So that's really bad. And that's one of the biggest problems on this team. The biggest problem on this team, the reason why I count those is like, there's like no one on this team that actually can shoot over 45%. On like, you don't have to do it every game, but we have guys, they'll shoot like they'll have one good game. They don't have like four bad shooting games. Yeah. Or even worse. Yeah. So it's like, and so that's a big problem. So that's the other, so that was the issue with Randall. With um, towards the end of the game, when RJ took that three pointer, the reason why RJ ended up taking that three pointer, Randall should have given the ball to RJ early. Yes, the ISO yeah. Randall had me nervous as hell. I was like, oh my gosh, I saw Randall cheating, and I was like, no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm so glad like, he didn't turn RJ, it over. <laughs> yep, RJ was like calling, kept calling for the ball. That's the reason why he took that three-pointer. RJ didn't want to take that three-pointer. He took it because it was like there wasn't really enough time, and he didn't want to try to, you know, drive to the basket, right? They would have trapped him probably near the three-pointer exactly. line when he tried to go to the basket. And then it would have been like he wouldn't have been able to get a shot off. And so that was actually Julius's fault on that one. I mean, that was a huge blunder by Julius. And then, you know, Coach did a pretty decent job today, but like you guys talked about, that final play – I mean, Tibbs, like, that place sucked. It does. That was yeah, the worst. So I bad. mean, like, yeah. <laughs> even, like, the commentator, like you guys were saying, they said it before, like, they even the play began. And it was just like, you know, it just it's unbelievable. You, you're down by two, and you're running the play that everyone knows you're going to run to try to shoot a three-point shot. And it's like, why? You know? At that point, you need to try to get something going to the rim. You know, you have a couple of really, really good uh, three-point shooters there. And then the other thing, was it Burks who was taking out the ball? That was just – I just felt like, you know, Burks struggles taking out the ball. Why do we always have Burks, <laughs> you know, passing the ball from – you know, it's just like I don't understand what Tibbs is like. I just don't understand what he's doing. I guess maybe everyone else is that much worse that he just uses a Burks. Uh, that's what I'm going to assume. He's the coach. I'm not. But it's just, you know, those are the three people that lost this game. They were yeah. just horrendous. Yeah. You know, RJ played a great game efficient-wise as far as from the field, but, like, the free throws. The free throws, I just man. Don't, dude. Yeah. Dude. It's like, it just doesn't make any sense. 
And um, but you know, it's like uh, it, like Nerlens played a really good game. Fournier, he played 21 minutes, has zero rebounds. There was actually a couple of times I saw him. He was just looking at people fighting for loose balls. He just like he's like a couple of feet away and he's just looking. And it's like. I just didn't get that. So I'm glad they benched him late in the second half. He deserves to be benched for that one. Um, you know, yeah. and IQ, you know, he like you said, he played a pretty good first half. The only reason IQ was on that court in the second half defense. is because of his defense. Yeah. It's like if he he should thank his lucky stars. He, you know, like he became a better defender this year because – Thibodeau would bury him so far on the bench. <laughs> he probably would have him playing in the G League if his defense wasn't as good as it was, you know. But he's like, aside from Grimes, they both of them are like our best perimeter defenders. And so that's why quickly was out there. That's why the coach never pulled yeah. him. Yeah, Kimball's going burn um, for sure on the defensive end. Last point that I have, it's, you know, the last thing I want to talk about, not necessarily about this game, is about Obi Toppin. I've been back and forth on, like, you know, whether the Knicks should trade Obi Toppins or not. You know, I've always felt like they should, <laughs> you know, like I've always felt like, you know, they're, they're, they shouldn't rush it. For me, I feel like my primary thing is, like, if you can keep him as long as possible, keep him. There's no reason to rush him to try to trade him, right? Right. If you look at our team in terms of efficiency-wise, player efficiency, we have only three players that have a PER that's above league average. It's Obi Toppins, uh, Derrick Rose, and the other person is Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and those are the guys, they have, you know, pretty good win shares too. And so it's like the thing that I don't understand, where it, so because of that, people think his trade value is really low. But these GMs are not stupid. Leon is not stupid. Especially every time you see this kid come on a court, he does something special in terms of like, you know, he shows athleticism. And the other thing, you know, like, because he's, he's the only one, too, on our team that consistently shoots over 45%. He may have a couple of bad games here and there, but he's, like, the only one. And what that tells you is, like, he doesn't try to do anything beyond himself. He makes good decisions, you know, um, like, especially, I mean, like, so he just, he does what he's good at. And so, you know, it's just, I'm just hoping the Knicks are patient uh, with that and not try to rush it. Unfortunately, I have a feeling he may request a trade uh, because of the way Thibodeau's been treating him. But, you know, I really do hope they try to be patient with that. And, you know, because it's, you know, I think it, if they lose him, I think it's going to be a huge, uh, huge, huge mistake when they do lose him. Yeah. And then last and then the final thing, I know, uh, Kevin Knox again last night got, you know, uh, more minutes. There we go. And, <laughs> we go. and what do you call him? <laughs> and Reddish is sitting on the bench today. And so All right. <laughs> there you have it. Thank For you. The second game in a row, Kevin Knox plays more minutes than Kent. All right. <laughs> Man, you're gonna have you're gonna have thanks for calling the reaper. You're gonna have the chat mad. If you, right, keep, you, have it, you keep giving Kevin oh, Knox man. minutes updates. Oh my gosh. Everybody's gonna be pissed if you keep giving Kevin Knox I, minutes. I, I, I need to look at those stats for Kevin for um, Kevin Knox of those games. I need I need how many how many points he scored with the Hawks. Man, he def oh man. I don't even it doesn't even matter, man. People are gonna be mad mad regardless. Uh 
Yeah, but yeah, Cam, Cam, Cam needs some touches, man. We got. I had, wait, I, I had something I wanted to say, but I forgot. I'm not even gonna lie, I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking about it. I mean, just go to the next caller. Next caller up is Jr. Jr. What do you want to talk about, sir? Yo, yo, yo! What's, what's going on, Jay Ellis? What's going I on, Jay? How y'all boys doing tonight? Uh, hey, man, what's good, man? We surviving, man. Nick's Nick's good, lost. Man. We surviving though. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm gonna before I even start. What I gotta say, man? I gotta give y'all boys y'all props, man. Like for real, for real. Like the Knicks went through so much, man. There, there are times that after a game, I have to turn off my TV and just like. Get away from the Knicks for like the night, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Listen, <laughs> y'all boys are really on there every night, y'all. I gotta give y'all boys props for that. Please, please. all right, all right. gunshots for us for, for showing up here right after the game when I'm just <laughs> listen. Before Yo. KOT, we lost. My family ain't see me after a loss. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> <For real. laughs> Yo, but not KOT family see me right now, so it's, it's different rules applies right now. Man. Yeah, it's mad love, man. Y'all boys, y'all boys do y'all thing, man. But yo, it. I'm gonna keep it one thousand with y'all. Like I always try to keep it one thousand. I'm, I'm gonna tell you how I felt about today, man. Like honestly, even though we lost, I'm actually not like I'm not down about this loss at all. I'm not like discouraged or anything. I'm actually very encouraged. Okay. Uh, what I saw, because like back and looking at the whole picture, right? Like R.J. Barrett is really taking a step right now. Yeah. He's literally he shot five to ten free throws. If he hits a couple more free throws, he win this game. True. And if and if yeah. you tell me that we could beat the Cleveland Cavaliers if R.J. Barrett just hit three free throws and nothing else changes, like I liked a lot of what I saw until like until we tied the game in the fourth quarter. I know we fell behind mm-hmm. some because we went through an offensive drought. But overall, especially that first half, I feel like I was watching a movie, a Knicks movie, that it was just like everything was going according to script. If you think about like the way we started with Fournier getting those looks, RJ, right. the way he stops in that mid-range now and takes that fadeaway, that, that it's with the money. so much. Yeah, it's yeah. the money now. Man, the way that he drives, people can stop him because they expect it. Like they, have, they have to wait for him at the rim and then use their athleticism. But if he can stop on a dime and fade away, that's going to start making players start playing him tighter, playing him to stop that fade, and it's going to give him even more looks at the rim. Yeah, As man. far as, like, tight, like, 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 because of the nose. So, R.J. Barrett, man, man, he's looking, like, like that's yeah. why I'm not down about this game. Because R.J. Barrett is really figuring it out. I like that. I like, like that perspective. I like that perspective. I like that perspective, JR. <laughs> oh, it's the truth, y'all. Don't, and, and I know I know that it's, it's easy to say to, to look at, yo, Where's Cam at? Where's Cam at? We all want Cam. But if we're going to keep it 100 right now, you know Thibodeau got that boy in practice right now doing all kinds of stuff, man. Doing yeah. all kinds of stuff. Because, like, Thibodeau's not just going like like Ryan G was saying. And I think I said it the night that we traded for Cam and you had that show. I was like, yo, right now, Cam is not is not playing more defense than Grimes. Yeah. And, 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 like, and, and yeah, he's 6'8", he has more, more potential. But right now, Grimes... There's no reason why. Grimes you, is like, like you, yeah. you, grimy, oh, dog. Grimy, grimy, man. Grimy. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Nah, man, that's what I wanted to say, man. Y'all boys keep doing your thing. Keep grinding, man. I'm always listening. If I don't listen that night, I'm listening the next as I'm driving. That's... I appreciate you, man. Yo, I'm catching that next Magic Nick game. I'm April 4th. I'm ready to copy my tickets. And when I do, 
I'm gonna have that KOT how you rep it. That's, that's a sub. That's a sub. That's a sub. Let's go. We're gonna be heard. Yes, sir. We're gonna be heard, y'all. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like this video, subscribe. Y'all already know we in the building, man. That's a so fact. So let's keep our heads up, man, because we competed with the Cavaliers. And Miami Heat is next. I got my brother right here who's a Heat fan. Look at Woo. me right now. Y'all next. Y'all next, son. Y'all next. <laughs> Cavaliers started with so sweet. Nah, it ain't sweet. It's, it's not, never sweet. It's All right, boys, here. I'm going to take it easy. Y'all, good night, y'all. All right, appreciate All right, you, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah, definitely. Take, yo, take a flicker. You want a KLT hat next game, man. We're going we gonna to repost that for sure, for sure, man. Yes, sir. Ooh, he's going to be a tough game, but I, I got to back him up with his brother in the same room. So I'm saying? You got to back him up. All right? <laughs> we got to yeah, get man. that smoke. We're going to bring it. If we play defense like we did tonight, we're going to be all right. Hopefully, Mitch is back. So we get the rebounds in. We get the blocks in. Hopefully, Noel is still, you know, still healthy. Yeah, good to go. Yeah. You know, Noel and Mitch. They never can play at the same day at the same time and be healthy. So hopefully we have both of those boys together and healthy and, and we're going on. But I like that perspective. If you're looking from the glass half full perspective, obviously RJ is taking the next step into his ascension. Uh, like I said, I, I, I feel like he's figured out pace, man. He's figured out yeah. how to not just go straight up when he's in there, but he gives little fakes, little pauses to throw off the defensive timing, and he manages to kind of scoop and go under the defense and finish that layup with more regularity. And kudos for him not for not losing his cool in that first half for not getting foul calls and continue to keep at it and actually get into the foul line. So uh, that's a good perspective to have on RJ. At the same time, though, bro, you still got to hit free throws, son. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you got anything to add, or you want to take the next caller? Yeah, um, I just want to add something right quick. Yeah, if I was RJ right now, I think my main focus right now would be free throw shooting. He really does need to get his free throws up because that's I think that's one of the main holes in this game right now is free throw shooting. Fact. And RJ, you see, with Julius Randle not really figuring out this season, I think it's a big positive that RJ is figuring it out because if the Knicks are to move Julius Randle in the future, I think the Knicks have a solid piece of RJ that they could build around because RJ is now knowing how to – because he's improved the scoring. He can score at all three levels now. Mm -hmm. He's finishing at the rim, He's and he's becoming more creative with his finishes at the rim too, which is also a big plus right there. Right. He's improving his mid-range. He's knocking down the three. He's showing everything that's – like pushing him, like if he continues on this on the rate he's going right now, he's going to be, eventually be an all star in the future. Yeah, so, man. It's, so it's, I mean, this is big right now that RJ's finally figuring it out because with the way Randall's playing right now, the Knicks are going to need somebody else to step up, and RJ looks like he's going to make that step. Yeah, man. Still a young kid, man. We still have we still have him on a rookie deal. Um, hopefully he'll break that Charlie Ward curse. It's looking like that's the way it's going. He might he might be able to do it. And um, resign with these Knicks. Resign with these Knicks next uh, next season. All right. All right. One thing I also want to say too is Julius Randle still having problems figuring out when to pass, when to shoot. I saw I saw a part in the first quarter when the coach actually called timeout because Rand Kemba Walker breaks down the defense, passes the ball to uh, Randle who passes up an open three, who then gives it to to Evan Fournier who passes up an open three and gives it back to Kemba. And Kimba's like, why did you give me the ball right here? Like, I'm behind the <laughs> basket. What are you doing? <laughs> I think it goes behind the backboard. That's something crazy. Tips comes out and is like, yo, shoot the ball. Shoot the ball. Randall's confidence is still shot on the offensive end for long stretches, man. I hope he gets it together. Because like Reaper said yesterday, like I believe, if we're going to go anywhere consistently, Randall is going to have to start hit shots eventually. But um, hopefully 
But um, so yeah, that's my P my PSA about Randall, and hopefully Barrett continues his ascension as a playmaker and a guy who can make shots and make difficult layups against other teams. All right. Yes, sir. All right. Next caller up. I think you got a three three calls up. Next caller up. Let us know what your name is and where you're from. Yeah. 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 What up, my guy, JT? Gunshots to y'all fellas. Gunshots for the KLT. Hey, gunshots for Grind. That's the only people who deserve gunshots right now. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> Silent for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, this game, this game was terrible. Out and I. Had the pleasure of watching him with my little brother who's a diehard Cavs fan, so you know how you know how great that was. Oh, yeah. Diehard yeah, wait, 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 yeah, pause, 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 pause. Diehard Cavs fan? Was he a Cavs fan last year? Nah, he was I guess they they Cinderella season when they won the chip coming back from three one ever since then he's been sold. I mean he's only seventeen, so I'm like, okay, okay. I can't. Uh, yeah, okay, all right, all right. All right, all right, okay. I'm giving him the respect though, because he's sticking with them. He didn't go and became right. a Lakers fan when LeBron was right, Lakers. So I I give him Okay, give him, all right, all know, right. I all right. I I give yeah, him that. Yeah, so I, I'm like I'm still going to, I'm still talking my smack, but I'm like, but I respect you as actually being a real fan of a team, not just jumping, you know, uh, team to team for the players or whatnot. Facts, facts. Yeah, facts. man. But the um the thing with this game, I got a couple takes on it. Um <clears throat> like we all like I said, I've been preaching about the whole reddish thing. We gotta find how he's gonna fit. You know, he's not gonna just jump in and and we play the next game, and he's starting at the three. Archer starting at the two. That ain't happening. We know that's not happening. Nope. We gotta find. We gotta find a way. The most realistic thing I see, like I said, is Burks just getting phased out the out the uh, Burks and Kimba becoming situational, and hopefully that eventually happens. Because even when everyone keeps talking about these trades, I don't really know what's you know what we gonna get in return. Who's gonna still suffer? That's we want to see these young guys flourish and turn into something. Uh, my next next thing I'm thinking about is Randall, and I'm not gonna give what I have a problem with, and this is my this is my gripe with Randall is Randall has shown on multiple occasions he's not that guy. He shows he can't take it mentally. He shows all that stuff, but then he wants to be that guy because when RJ was trying to leave the offense, I think it was in the third quarter, you saw the piston match on the floor between them. You saw it, and they would ice each other out every now and then because Randall would look and just completely bypass RJ, and RJ would look and bypass Randall. So that's the conversation he's having in the locker room where it's like. Dog, I get you getting 117 mil, but this is my team. So I don't know. <laughs> <That's not laughs> <what happened>. <laughs> <laughs> I got the juice now, like it's Tupac. Nah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't really see that happening because in late game situations, Randall's gonna go for the shot, and even RJ. Like I was saying, that definitely the one who should have definitely got the shot was um, Grimes. Grimes is on yes. fire. There's no reason yeah. why. Grimes should not have gotten the shot before the last play and even one of the last um, – like, when Quick pulled up, that's when – when he pulled that shot, I was screaming at the TV. I'm like, bro, you should have passed it to Grimes. Grimes can live with that shot. Grimes, yeah. I, I was more comfortable. If Grimes would have took the shot and he would have bricked it, I would have felt better because at least that's a better shot. Cause I feel you. Like, like I said with Randall, dog, you keep showing you're not the guy, so stop doing stuff pretending that you are. We, we know you're not. <laughs> The only way we're going to go anywhere is if you realize your place and you realize who you are. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Not. I know it's not. That's not going to happen. Know your place, right? That is not going to happen. <laughs> I know it's not because Tibbs, Tibbs keep enabling him. I got to look at the box score and see, but I think Obi played more minutes. Obi had a great game. Obi yeah. played more minutes than what he played. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I, like, 
the thing you can see with Obi is he's still playing with that shadow behind him because he doesn't know at any second he get pulled from the pulled from the game. But today he showed a great showing that he didn't even care. He's still going to play his game. So that was good to see. And like what um, Jr. was saying, because right now I'm I'm tweak I'm spazzing like everybody else about these free throws. You got to hit the free throws. They're free. But like you said, Jay, a couple on Twitter a couple games ago, I think it was just, I think it was yesterday, was that you know, hey, these players got developed continue to develop. So RJ, he's already made a step as far as finishing at the rim, yep. finding his shot, all of that stuff. And the next thing is those free throws. So if he could finally become a consistent free throw shooter, 80% and better, then his game will be now. Because you look at it, if you if we take the time to look at how many games he lost because of missed free throws from him, our record will be different too. So that's something to look forward to in the future True. when it comes to that. True. Um, other than that, I just – like, Tibbs is frustrating. He's – man, man, he's frustrating. And it's very – I'm very conflicted because emotionally, I'm like, yo, get him the hell out of here. Trade him for a top season of quarter water <laughs> and a metro car that's not even filled. Make him feel like doing up and get him out of here. But then on the flip side, I'm like, ugh, I don't want this carousel of coaches. Like, we just need something, just some consistency. And also, too, if we're going to get rid of him, get rid of him when we have an actual good coach that can that can continue the culture. Like, I'd rather, if we're going to get rid of him, it's where, like, if Johnny Bryant can step over, we still have Woodson, and he could just, you know, go to that, basically become the head coach. Right, um, right. I don't right. know what y'all thought, 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 thought on that, but that's all I got for y'all. And as always, everyone, make sure you like, subscribe, share, buy the merch. These guys putting in this work all the time after every game. And we here always, all 82. All 82. I'm out. Yeah. 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 Shout out to my guy, JT. Shout out to my guy, JT. Um, yes, sir. As far as Tibbs, I said this before and I'll say it again. I have my frustration with Tibbs. I definitely have my frustration with Tibbs. Um, do I want to get rid of Is it enough to get rid of him right now? No. It's not enough to get rid of him. I just have my frustrations with him and... I like every I don't know every like he he doesn't play the young guys more the way I want him to play it today, but finally he stuck with Grimes more he he gave um Obi more than ten minutes that was nice to see, but like he's still he's still a coach who coaches defense he's still a guy who we keep saying from Cam the new guy just got here he's so he's so detail oriented he gives you the game plan he works at, like you hear all these good things about him so I like I feel like as of today. The pros still outweigh the cons for me, and I'm still. I want to stick with Tibbs for like, another, I want. I want to finish the contract and see what he have. To be honest with you, man, that's that's how I feel about. Yeah, it. Even though I have my frustrations um, with him. I, yeah, I. I, I just, I've, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, on my fault. Um, I was just saying that I feel the same way. I don't feel like it's the right time to fire Tibbs. I feel like Tibbs definitely deserves, you know, to you know at least play out his contract and see what he can do with this team. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, okay, the Knicks front office has to help out Dibs here because if you want to develop your young guys and you don't want Dibs to lean on the vets so much, then you can't sign those vets because once you sign the vets, Dibs is going to lean on the vets. Right. He's not going to give the young guys much game, much playing time unless it's like an RJ Barrett where it's like, okay, you know, this guy's young, but He's giving me at least 16, 17 a game. So I'm going to definitely play him. But to expect him to develop the other guys like McBride and guys like that where they're at the end of the bench with this, 
it's not going to work that way. So it's one of those things where it's like the front office has to kind of like help out Thibs a bit so exactly. they have no choice but to lean on the young guys and to develop them. Exactly. So, you know, I, I'm not I'm not on the Thibs, you know, fire bandwagon yet, but um, but definitely, you know, I do have his frustrations. I do have my frustration with him, just like Jay said. So we just got to deal with it and hope that, you know, the Knicks can, you know, the front office can put the right roster for Thibs together where he can develop the young guys, but at the same time win games. Exactly. That's exactly, that's what I was, that's exactly what I was about to say. Um, but, yeah, like, it's the, it's the front office has to kind of force his hand a little bit by kind of giving him less options, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta like do for two for two some do some two for one deals. You know how we got Solomon Hill here on the trade. Like you know you gotta bring some dead cap here, so he has to play McBride. Like he, the, the front office gotta do things like that and get picks back. You know, and then like that's the way we gotta play it, really. So then you yeah. still get the you still get the development coaches working with these guys and Tibbs um, teaching these guys defense, and then you get guys getting minutes. That's how I see it. Uh, next caller up, let us know what your name is, where you're from, and what do you want to talk about? Salute, Jay Ellis. Salute, Ryan. It's Rich Jim. What's going on, Rich? Uh, oh, no, Rich. Rich calling in. Okay, Rich. <laughs> yeah, I got to call in because um, I uh, first, let me say, I understand you got to hit your free throws, but I'm not putting this game on R.J. Barrett. He's not one to blame. All right. You know who I put this, this game on? Evan Fournay, who was one from six from, from three. Kevin Walker, who was 0 for three from three. IQ, who was one from 10 from the field, three points in 26 minutes. Evan had 21 minutes. Kemba had 20 minutes. Those who are putting the game on. I didn't pay, we didn't pay Evan Fournier 74 mil to drop seven points for us. That's not what we did. I'm not putting this game on RJ. RJ had 12 points out the next 24 points in the fourth quarter. I understand he missed his free throws in the third quarter, but in that fourth quarter, he hit two clutch free throws that put him at 50%. I understand he got to hit his free throws. That I do understand. But this game was not on R.J. Barrett. It was not on R.J. Barrett. And that's basically what I wanted to say. The kid is ascending. We got to, you know, take our time with him because – he is every year getting better. Plus, it's only his third year. He's still the baby of the, of the bunch. Regardless that we drafted players this year and last year, he's still the baby of the bunch. I'm not giving up on this kid, and I'm not blaming this kid for this loss today. That's all I got. All right. D-9, uh, Rich Jim calls in. Rich Jim, Rich Jim is tight because Rich Jim don't even really call in. He be in the chat chilling. Listen, Rich Jim, I feel you. Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier, he missed open threes. We paid him a lot of money. Evan Fournier deserves some blame. Emmanuel quickly, he missed shots too. He deserves some blame. It's a team loss. It's a team loss for sure. But free, you know, free throws with the game, you got to hit your free throws, dog. You, you got to get your – you have to hit your free throws, man. I'm sorry. Like, I, you can't say you – can't, you can't walk away and say RJ is blameless. RJ had a fantastic fourth quarter. He got us back in the game along with the second unit. And guess who? Like, so 
I can't, I can't, I, I don't know. I, I, I just disagree. I just disagree. You can say, you can share, you can say, you know what, RJ shares the blame with Evan Fournier because he sucked too. Um, you can say he shared the blame with other guys who missed shots, but I can't say RJ is not blameless because free throws are essential. That's, <laughs> and that's, that's me still being an RJ fan and still recognizing that RJ has gotten better. You know what I mean? It just, it just is what it is for me. That's, that just is what it is. And, uh, I think I think Ryan was really mad. He was really really mad because he just completely left. <laughs> you already know how this is over Ryan G's internet, man. <laughs> Ryan G's internet is just doesn't it it it, it, it it does not work. So he might be back in a few minutes. Really. Nick Nick Ewing says they are free, no excuses. Yeah, man, you gotta hit free throws, man. You gotta hit free throws for sure. Uh, once Nick always Nick says tips left players in too long that didn't have it. Um, I can say that for I still give him credit for playing the second unit. I do feel like in that second quarter he could have played them a little bit more, but at the end of the day, I'm glad he played them the minutes he did for sure. Evan Fournier, for, for sure, Evan Fournier could have been pulled a lot sooner for Grimes. In that third quarter, if that if that's who you're talking about, because he was missing open shot after open shot for sure. But um, overall, overall, I'm not I'm not too upset about Tibbs coaching today. Not as not as much as I usually am. So yeah, welcome back, Ryan G. Welcome back, Ryan G. Uh, thank you, sir. Um, computer was tripping, but fixed the issue, and I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we back. All right, all right, all right. But uh, shout out to everybody who's rocking with the show. Um, yo, Ryan, do we have any bro picks today? You got any bro picks? Today? Uh, bro picks. Oh, I know. I'll put you on the spot. I'll put you on the spot. It's fine. Yeah. You, you know, the other day I did see a bro pick though. It, it it may have been a while back though. But um, oh yeah. Um, not as while back, but um, Russell Westbrook. So you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think this man's going to get shacked in the full MVP this season because oh, my yeah. man's is, he's been really, he's having a bad season this year. And there was a play where I forgot what team he was facing, but I saw the I saw the clip. And my man went, you know, because, you know, Russell likes that um elbow um mid-range jumper off the glass, right? Mm-hmm. So my man drove to the basket, pulled up for that elbow, got mid-range elbow off the glass, shot that he used he's so used to making and my man shot the ball and it hit the top of the backboard i was like yo what is going on westbrook this season i don't know what's going on man yeah i'm not trading for westbrook this season i'm sorry guys i'm not trading for westbrook i'm not trading for john wall i'm not doing any of those i'm not doing that i'm sorry (laughs) nah that's a hard pass right now very very hard pass I can see Tiz playing him 40 minutes. Like, we got to use his speed. I can, I can see it. I don't know. I'm not nah. with it. Nah, nah. Yeah, I was going to get Mr. Bro yesterday for um for Miss Airbow on a free throw, but then I felt bad because he got injured, so I didn't even mention it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And also, um, I do want to give Tibbs a, um, a bit of credit because I did, like, come in at towards the end where he was, like, he wasn't too mad about Tibbs coaching tonight. And... Here's the reason why I also wasn't mad. Not just the fact that he made the adjustment and made Grimes play the rest of the game and kept Fournier on the bench, 
But also the fact is, I don't know if you remember in the fourth quarter. So Toppin, I think I think um it was a fast break, and Toppin had the ball, and he tried to pass it. I think it ahead to RJ, I believe, mm-hmm. and Garland stole it. At that point, I was like, oh, they're about to take Obi out of the game because my man messed up. And then I think shortly afterwards, because I think Cleveland scored and then the, I think the Knicks Call a had another right? play. I, I, but, but I think Obi messed up like two times in a row. Mm. I, I, think, I, think, I think it was the, when he made the, when he did the, made, made a turnover and Garland stole the ball. And I think it was a defensive assignment, I believe, where the Cavs hit a shot and he was guarding the guy. I, I, and then the Knicks called timeout after that. I thought for a fact Obi was out the game because I was like, "Yo, because <laughs> yeah. they'll be giving they'll be giving Obi chances." But then after the time I saw Obi come back out, then I was like, "Yeah, he actually gave Obi a chance." Yeah, I definitely noticed that when he called the timeout in the fourth quarter. I was like, "Oh no, he's gone." There it is. And then he came back in the game and hits a three, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah. Obi, that's this is this is what we need. Give that man a vote of confidence." And this this is one of those games where I was like, "Man." Should we roll the dice and keep Randall on the bench since Obi is hot from three and just have RJ kind of do pick and roll and have him kind of standing, you know, standing, standing to stretch the floor? Because my man hit three or four from three for the game. That's what my mind was going on. But, of course, he he brings uh, Randall back in, in closing minutes. But I, I can't be super mad at that because he, 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 he brought him back with three minutes left. But that, that thought did cross my mind to have Obi in there so, as, like, a stretch four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> For sure, for sure. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I think we talked about everything we want to talk about, man. That is our show. Yeah, that last play was trash, Ian. That last play was super trash, Ian. Yeah, very trash. Last week. <laughs> I, I about to end the show and I saw that I saw that comment. Yeah, that play was super. shout out to everybody's rock with the show. Shout out to shout out to Glam and Nick's who's back. Shout out to uh to Nick Hewing. I think who is it? Is it Nick Hewing? I don't think I've seen you in the chat before, Nick Hewing, but shout out to you. Over here, uh, causing a ruckus, defending Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> he said Julius Randle played defense today. He had three steals. He Julius Randle played great defense in the stints and then wet the bed later on. <laughs> but um, yeah, it is what it is. But that is our show. I'm gonna wrap it up. Next show will be Wednesday. I think we will have actually have a guest Wednesday. Okay. Ryan. I'm going to double check to make sure that GS is still coming for Wednesday. All right. Uh, but I think we'll have a guest on Wednesday. All right. So tune in for Wednesday for a guest. And hopefully he's still able to make it. All right. So Ryan, Ryan G, let them know where they can find you, sir. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S-I-R-G-I-L-L-I-N. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G-K-O-T. And let's go, Knicks. Let's beat these Miami Heat on oh, we Wednesday. Did. Let's go. That's a fact, man. We got to do for JT. and them. Yeah, we got we to gotta beat them, man. We got to beat the gotta beat the Heat for sure. We got to beat the Heat for sure. All right. You already know where to find us, man. You can find us at uh, the KOT Show on Twitter, the Nick of Time Show on instagram and you can also find the blog at the nick of time show.com so definitely go over there as well and check out these blogs oh you get the you get snap blacks and black and white and blue and orange all you gotta do is go to the nick of time show.com slash kettle to get your snap back all right so you can wrap these nicks and rep the kot show at the same damn time all right two chain style all right cool <laughs> cool 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 
righty then that is our show like i said we'll be back on wednesday tough loss but let's go man let's get this defense going we got miami up next let's get this w right and you already know what it is you already know what you say man as always shut out the worldwide west everywhere we go we leave a worldwide mess it's a mess out here right that is our show yeah out of here York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New out. York, New York, big city of dreams. In, 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 in,